If you are hearing the sound of my voice, you're hearing an updated version of this podcast as of September 2018, because some things have changed. No! Welcome to the internet, your gateway to adventure. So what exactly is it that's changed? Well, the great, wonderful, appreciated powers that be at Apple Podcasts slash iTunes have been cracking down on some titles Shows that have titles that, in their mind, have keyword stuffing going on. And you're going to hear more about optimizing titles for iTunes and Apple Podcasts in this episode. But I just want you to know that the principles I apply in this episode, I still believe are good in theory, but the folks at Apple Podcasts are making some calls on things like this. They're actually becoming pretty detrimental to some podcasters because their podcasts are vanishing from Apple podcasts because the folks there think they're stuffing when in my view, they're not. So take the advice in this episode cautiously, be very, very careful and smart with it. And let me know if you have any questions. I can't promise a direct line to the folks at Apple because I don't have one, but I will give you my advice on what I've been seeing happening in the industry. So Go ahead and listen. There's some good principles here, but be careful in how you apply them. You know, it might've been William Shakespeare who said, what is in a name? I don't know if it was him or not. You know, I'm not into that Shakespearean kind of stuff, but it's a good point because naming your podcast really has a lot more impact than you might think it does. On this episode of Podcastification, we're going to be talking about how to go about naming your podcast in a way that's effective in a way that really makes a difference. And I'm going to bring you a case study from my own experience that I didn't intend to be a case study, but it just kind of turned out that way. Welcome to Podcastification. Okay, that's enough of that kind of stuff. Let's get into this and get you podcastificated. So a podcast name, you know, you all you have to do is scan through iTunes or Stitcher or somewhere like that. And you'll see that there are all kinds of names for podcasts. Sometimes you can tell from the name exactly what that podcast is about. Other times it's not quite so clear. And I have an opinion, obviously, about that. I believe that you should name your podcast in a way that if someone is going through the iTunes directory or Stitcher or wherever, they are able to know just by reading the text of your name what your podcast is about. I think clarity demands that. I think the competition that exists in the iTunes directory demands that. I mean, I don't know the exact numbers anymore, but I've heard somewhere that there are upwards of a thousand new podcasts being submitted to iTunes or, excuse me, Apple podcast. That's what they want to be called now every single day. I mean, think about that a thousand every single day. Well, let's just do the math on that for a second. Okay. Say that 500 of those 1000 that are submitted today actually pod fade in time. Like say within six or eight weeks, they just run out of steam. It was harder than they thought. They just don't keep going. Okay. So there's only 500 added per day. Well, let's dig into those and say half of those 
are terrible sound quality or don't really provide good content. And so nobody's really listening to them. So they don't really serve you as competition. So now we're down to 250 podcasts that are actually committed to doing it. They have the skill. They have the knowledge. They're actually producing good content and doing it with good quality. That's 250 people a day who are competition for your listeners ears. So in my thinking, my approach to this whole thing of naming your podcast, and I'm talking about your show itself, as well as the episodes that you create, naming your podcast has a significant impact on whether or not people are going to choose to listen to you. Now, of course, there are other things that go into that, like your production quality, like how visually appealing your show notes are and all those kinds of things. Man, I, I totally get that. And I agree with that. But I'm only talking in this episode about naming. And here's why this is such a big deal to me. This is why I've decided to do this episode. Because I recently started a new podcast. In one sense, it wasn't really new because it was a podcast that I had been producing for a while as part of another podcast. And I have to stop here and explain. I had a podcast. I actually still have a podcast that I'm publishing monthly. It's called Live, Build, Change, and it's about Christian business people learning how to use their faith in a way that helps them build a business to change the world through supporting causes and things like that. And one aspect of what I was doing within that show was I was doing episodes I was calling Morning Mindset Editions of that particular podcast, and they were five-minute, every-single-day episodes, along with the weekly Longer episodes where I might interview someone or do a coaching thing about business or something like that. Okay, so that's pre-launch of the Morning Mindset in its own podcast feed because I decided at the beginning of the year, this is February 2nd of 2018 that I'm recording this. And at the beginning of this last year, I decided I'm going to move the Morning Mindset show into its own feed. And there were reasons for that that I don't need to get into right now. But I wanted it to have its own feet. And so I did it beginning January 1st. Here's where we get into the importance of naming your show well. Because the only thing I've done to promote that show is to have the automatic integration from Libsyn, which is my hosting account, publish that to Facebook every single morning at the same time. Right now, I think it's going out at at 7.30 every morning or maybe at 7 o'clock. It doesn't really matter for this discussion. But what's happening is I publish the episode every single morning. It goes automatically to Facebook and that's the extent of my promotion. Okay. I'm not blasting it through social media six times a day. I'm not tweeting it 12 times a day. I'm not doing anything else except for placing it onto Facebook in a way that my audience can find it. Okay. Now, of course, there are those who can subscribe. There are those who can find it through iTunes or Apple Podcasts, excuse me, and Stitcher and Google Play and Spotify and all those places where I have it listed. People can find it through those ways, but that's the only way that they can get to the show without me promoting it. Okay. So you see the point. It was essential to me that I named that show well because I was not planning on doing a lot of promotion. I was planning on just letting that show run day after day after day. And it's kind of on autopilot now where every morning an episode publishes because I've already recorded all 365 of them. 
and they're publishing every single morning. And so I didn't want to promote it heavily. It's for people who need it. Those who don't, great. They don't need to subscribe. I didn't want it out there in front of people's eyes all the time being kind of an irritation. So I decided the one post to Facebook was enough. Okay, I've belabored the point long enough. Let's get on to the good stuff. All right. What happened from the way that I named the show? And that's the only thing I can point to that can explain why what has happened has happened. It's just, it's amazing. Here's the exact name I placed on the show. I called it Morning Mindset Christian Daily Devotional, colon, Scripture-Based Truth for Your Soul. Okay, and I chose that title very intentionally. I was very careful. I, I did some keyword research. In fact, I just typed into Google things like Morning Mindset. Christian daily devotional, daily devotional, scripture-based truth, you know, things like that to see how much people were searching for it. I did keyword research. I did all that because I wanted my title to be packed with relevant, that's very important, relevant keywords that people would actually be searching for. And I was a little bit strategic about this as well in the fact that I decided to launch this at January one. Because January 1st, a lot of people make resolutions and a lot of people make plans for things they want to accomplish in the next year. And for many people of the Christian faith, they decide that's a good time for them to kind of boost their spiritual strength and to start new habits that are surrounding their spiritual practices. And a daily devotional like this could be a part of that. And I knew that. So I decided I'm going to take advantage of that. And I'm going to launch this show right at the beginning of January. So I had all those things going for me. But the key part that I'm trying to focus in on in this episode is the naming of the podcast. Let me walk through the name and tell you why I did exactly what I did. Morning Mindset. I wanted to include mindset because that's a highly searched word. You hear it on podcasts all the time, people talking about mindset issues. So I named it Morning Mindset on purpose. I wanted mindset in the title because I figured people are going to be searching not only on Google, but also in Apple Podcasts, in Stitcher, and things like that for mindset-related podcasts. I wanted the word Christian in there because this is not a Buddhist podcast. This is not a Muslim podcast. Those people who are searching for that is fine. Go ahead and search for it. But that's not my audience. That's not who I'm trying to reach. So I wanted the word Christian in the title as well. I also wanted the words daily devotional because those, especially here at the beginning of the year, I figure would be searched highly as well. And the keyword research that I did proved that to be true. So daily devotional had to be in the title. And then the part after the colon, let me read it again to you so you know what I'm talking about. It's called Morning Mindset Christian Daily Devotional colon. And now I'm talking about this last part. Scripture-based truth for your soul. Those were all like secondary keywords. They were things I knew people might search for, but... We're not the big ones, you know, we're not the ones I was really trying to focus for, but I wanted to include them if I could. So scripture is one of those words. Truth is one of those words. Soul is one of those words. Okay. So I packed my title full of relevant keywords and I actually named the podcast that. Okay. That's the name of the whole show. Morning Mindset Christian Daily Devotional, Scripture-Based Truth for Your Soul. Now, I want to harp for just a minute on this relevance issue. Apple Podcasts has been known in the past when they were formerly known as iTunes to crack down on shows that are keyword stuffing their titles. Okay. Keyword stuffing means you're putting words into the title just to get 
more eyes on your show. But those words that you're putting in your title really don't have anything to do with your show. For example, you'll see people still on Apple Podcasts. And it's a big risky thing because you can be booted out of the directory for this. But they'll say things like business coaching mindset, colon, interviewing people like John Lee Dumas, comma, Dave Ramsey, comma, Michael Hyatt, comma, uh, you know, and on and on and on the names go. And what they're doing is they're stuffing all these people's names in there, hoping that if someone's searching for those people in Apple Podcasts, they're going to find my show as well. Man, don't do that. It's the, the keywords have to be relevant. And I think you can see from the example of my show, every single one of those keywords is relevant to what my podcast is. It exactly describes what I'm trying to do with that particular podcast. All right. Now, that's all of the background behind my thinking, behind naming, and my approach to how I named this podcast that I'm looking at in this case study. Now, here's... The foundational issue under all of that, the reason I thought that the name is so powerful is because of this. Truthfully, the name is powerful because in Apple Podcasts, at least, and therefore in most of the podcasting apps that draw from Apple Podcasts, all the algorithm searches when people put in keywords that they're searching for is the name of your podcast or the name of your episodes or the author tag as well. So your name and whatever you say about yourself, like in my case, Carrie Green, life and family coach, Bible teacher, whatever I might say for this particular podcast. Those are the only things that Apple Podcast draws from when people do a search. They don't look at your descriptions. They don't look at your keyword tags. They don't look at anything in your podcast feed. All it looks at is the title of your show, the title of your episodes and your author tag. And knowing that information gave me a better approach to naming this podcast. And that's why I was so intentional about making this thing work the way that I did. Now, what we're going to do here is we're going to take a quick break. And I have an offer for you in this break. But when we come back, I'm going to walk through the stats of what has happened in this podcast feed that I've been talking about. Let's do it. We will be back with the rest of the episode in just a moment. You know, I came up with the idea for Podcast Fast Track because I was just like most podcasters. I was so sick of the podcast time suck. Man, it takes a long time to put this thing together really well. And that's why the Podcast Fast Track team exists, to save you from the podcast time suck. Hey, if you go to podcastfasttrack.com, We'll give you a show-specific pricing, and when you're asked if you have a discount code, just mention the Podcast Vacation Podcast, and we'll give you 15% off your subscription for life. Man, now that's a deal. Let's get back to the episode. Okay, I hope you take me up on that 15% off for life. You can't beat that when it comes to podcast production and show notes. It's top of the line. Let's move on. It is February 2nd. 2018. And the reason that that matters is because I want to walk through my stats from January 1st until February 2nd to give you an idea of what has happened in the downloads and listens on this particular podcast that I'm using in this case study. Now, remember, I launched it January 1st and that was strategic. I named it with keywords and phrasing that I knew people were likely to be searching for in Apple Podcasts. 
I did not promote it other than one post per day early in the morning on Facebook. That is it. There's been no other promotion for this show. So here is how things worked out. I launched on January 1st and had 41 downloads the very first day. Now, let me say this. This podcast is set up in such a way that people in the past could have subscribed to it through Facebook Messenger. And you still can do that. I may do an episode on how you can set that up where people can subscribe to your podcast so that every time it publishes, they get a notification through Facebook Messenger. It's a pretty cool little system. I had that set up with the Live, Build, Change podcast that this Morning Mindset was part of before. And so that group of people was still subscribed through Facebook Messenger. I changed that Autobot thing. It's not an Autobot. What do they call it? I don't know. A Messenger bot on Facebook Messenger. I changed that so that it draws from the new podcast feed. Okay, so those people are still going to get notifications. The reason I bring all that up is because these 41 downloads on January 1st didn't just happen out of the blue. They probably were those people because that's about the number of people that I had. And if I dug deeper into my stats, I could find out exactly who they were. But that's my guess. January 1st is not a big deal. 41 downloads is not a big deal. All right, let's look at January 2nd. 101. So it more than doubled the second day. How did that happen? How do people find my podcast? Well, it's right at the beginning of the year when people are looking for a daily devotional kind of podcast. Perhaps, and this is the only thing I can conclude, they found my show in Apple Podcasts simply by searching for daily devotional. That's what I'm guessing was the biggest one. Okay, so 101 downloads on January 2nd. January 3rd, 118. So it went up slightly. January 4th, 147. January 5th, 136. So it dropped a little bit. Okay, I'm going to move ahead a little bit because this is where it starts getting really interesting. You get to January 8th and it was up to 231. And then it leveled out for a little bit until about January 16th. And then it was 296. And then it gradually climbs January 18th, 375. Until suddenly January 22nd, 571 downloads. 22 days after launching the podcast. Now, granted, those are not 571 downloads of that day's episode. But regardless, it's 571 downloads of my show episode wide. And keep in mind, these are daily publications. So I'm going to have bigger numbers just because it's daily. Because if people binge listen or download a whole lot at once, there's more content for them to choose from. Okay, so that's to be expected as well. Let's continue on. We're at January 22nd. That's just not too long ago because right now it's February 2nd. Okay, so about 10 days ago, 571. It leveled off and actually dropped a little bit all the way up until January 29th. But January 29th, 755 downloads. 755. And please understand I'm not trying to brag here. I'm not trying to say how great I am. I'm just trying to point out to you the essential nature of having your podcast episodes and your podcast name, the show name, optimized for keywords. You see, we can go on. This is January or February 2nd, okay? On February 1st, there were 743 downloads on this particular show. Today, it's early in the morning and I already have 278 for today. I mean, the point I'm making is the way you name your show enables people to find your show. 
when they go searching for a topic. Because the only way people are going to find your show, if you name it something cutesy or something that is not keyword conscious, maybe is the way I should say it, is if they just stumble upon it or if they're searching exactly for the name of your show for some reason. Maybe they heard it mentioned or they heard you mention it in an email or something. And that's how they're searching. Otherwise, you've got to rely on keywords in order to make this thing happen. Now, here is the really cool part. Let's pretend your show is named something cutesy, okay? Or it's named with a company name or a company slogan or something that isn't very keyword rich. You know what you can do? You can go into your media host account. In my case, that would be Libsyn. And you can rename your show at any time. You can update that cover art. You can make it a keyword conscious name for your show at any time. And this power of the search and the keywords being used in the search will start to work for you then instead of against you. There's one other little caveat that I want to make about this. It's this. I've referred to it already once, but I want to say it again more clearly. This doesn't only apply to the overall name of your show. This applies also to the episodes that you publish. If you are conscious of the keywords you're using in naming your episodes, you are making it easier for people to find the topics addressed in those episodes. Let me give you some examples. I spend a lot of time in the Apple Podcast directory, looking at shows, trying to find potential clients that I can reach out to and start to establish a relationship with and offer to help with their podcasting services. I, I do that daily. And I see some things in the way people name their podcast episodes. It just drives me crazy. I mentioned this on a previous episode, but people will put number sign one dash guest name, and that's it for their episode description. Now that sort of naming is really for their sake. It's not for the listener's sake, unless the listener is searching for that guest's name. But in this case, that really is just for the podcaster's sake, so he can keep track of his episodes. But you need to think further along than just your own convenience. You need to think about making this effective for your listeners and making this easily findable, if that's a word. <laughs> you got to make your episodes relevant to the what people might be searching for. Does that make sense? So you don't want to name your episodes just with the guest name. You also, oh my goodness, this one kills me too. You also don't want to put your entire podcast name in every episode. If your show is super fast marketing tips, don't put super fast marketing tips, episode two, super fast marketing tips, episode three, super fast marketing tips, episode four. Put keywords into your titles that relate to what you talked about on that episode. So if your super fast marketing tip for that particular episode has to do with using live video on Facebook, you know people are searching for live video on Facebook when they go into Apple Podcasts. So put in things like Facebook live video in the title. Include it in there in a catchy way, an appealing way, a way that draws people in and make those keywords work for you. Man, I hope you're getting this. I hope this makes sense. If you have any questions about this, man, please reach out to me. You can email me at carrie, C-A-R-E-Y, at podcastfasttrack.com. Man, this whole thing of naming your podcast is a big deal. It really is a big deal because it's one of the primary ways, not the only way, 
because you should be promoting your show otherwise. But it's one of the primary ways that people who are searching for a new show to listen to in the directories are going to find your show is by the keywords that you place in the title and in the titles of your episodes. Hey, you know what time it is. It's time for you to go make it a podcastificating day. <laughs>